Welcome to Morning Soap. At Fusion Church, our desire is that every believer would not just attend church, but also hear from God daily through His Word. As we read the Bible, we begin to see how God responds to things. Doing daily devotions repatterns the way we think, transforms the spirit of our mind, and helps us become more like Jesus. Join us here, Monday through Friday, as various pastors and leaders at Fusion Church share devotion and teaching through that day's soap scripture. Download the current soap reading plan at fusionchurch.cc slash soap. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Mi familia. So many different things. And I like that. Uh, Doug, freedomfriday.closet. <laughs> All right. Hey, Nicole has a t-shirt on too. Man, you guys. You guys are really, are really giving me the name, right? Freedom Friday. Oh, oh, wow. That's a good one. That's a good one. Well, anyway, it, it, it's a pleasure. It's an honor that we can come together like this at uh, the end of the week. I have a lot to share this morning. So I'm just going to get right into prayer and get right into this word that the Lord has for us. Heavenly Father, I just thank you. For this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Lord God, for being with us, for carrying us throughout this whole entire week, Father. And as we come to a conclusion here at the end of the week on Friday, that you could just be with us, meet everyone's need, Father God, that is listening and watching. Father God, you know their heart. You know what they, what they need in their lives, Father God. I thank you for your word. Speak to us this morning. This I ask. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right. Stretch it out a little bit. And there is Sandra, my lovely Sandra. She has the word. All right. So we are in Judges chapter 10, verse 1. It says, after the time of Elimelech or Abimelech, a man of Ishkar, Tola, son of Pua, the son of Dodo, rose to save Israel. He lived in Shemir in the hill country of Ephraim. He led Israel 23 years, then he died and was buried in Shamir. He was followed by Jahir or Jair of Gilead, who led Israel 22 years. He had 30 sons who rode 30 donkeys. They controlled 30 towns in Gilead, which to this day are called Havath Jahir. When Jahir uh, died, he was buried in Kaman. Again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. They served the Baals and the Atheris uh, and the gods of Aram, the gods of Sidon, the gods of Moab, the gods of Ammonites, and the gods of the Philistines. And because the Israelites forsook the Lord, and no longer served him, he became angry with them. He sold them into the hands of the Philistines and the Ammonites, who that year shattered and crushed them. For 18 years, they oppressed all the Israelites on the east side of the Jordan in Gilead, the land of the Amorites. The Ammonites also crossed the Jordan to fight against Judah, Benjamin, and the house of Ephraim, and Israel was in great distress. And then the Israelites cried out to the Lord, we have sinned against you, forsaking our God and serving the Baals. The Lord replied, when the Egyptians, the Amorites, the Ammonites, 
the Philistines, the Sidonians, the Amalekites, and the Moanites oppressed you, and you cried to me for help. Did I not save you from their hands? But you have forsaken me and served other gods, so I will no, no longer save you. Go and cry out to the gods you've chosen. Let them save you when you're in trouble. But the Israelites said to the Lord, we have sinned. Do with us whatever you think best, but please rescue us now. Then they got rid of the foreign gods among them and served the Lord. And he could bear Israel's misery, misery no longer. When the Ammonites were called to arms and camped in Gilead, the Israelites assembled and camped at Mizpah. The leaders of the people of Gilead said to each other, whoever will launch the attack against the Ammonites will be the head of all those living in Gilead. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sandra. All right. Stretch if you need to. You know, this, this, this is a short book. It only has uh, 18 verses on it. But it's, it has so much that we can get out of it. You know, it, it starts off after Abimelech, you know, after Abimelech and, and dad, you, you went through uh, this last couple of days. Uh, he was definitely, definitely uh, an extremely conniving individual that rose into power by his own power. You know, he was never really appointed. He chose to become the leader and and um he, and he's he got his family to come together and he got that position but guess what his position only lasted for three years and it says that after him they arose to save israel two more individuals but these ones you know they, these individuals that arose in chapter one you know after abimelech you know they they rose to save israel so they were they were pretty much you know allowed to come into this position and it says that that who they were, it gives you the information of their family, you know what I mean? And that they, and that he judged Israel, you know, for 23 years, you know, and then he died and was buried. And then he goes back into verse three, it says, after him arose Yar, you know, and he judged Israel for 22 years, you know, so, but uh, the, the, the second individual, Yar, you know, he says there that he had 30 sons, man, this guy was busy. Come on now. He got here. <laughs> he had 30 sons who wrote 30 donkeys. Come on now. 30 sons that wrote 30 donkeys. So apparently the, the, this individual, you know, they, they had something for possessions. They, 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 he probably felt that he needed to produce. He probably felt, but yet again, these two individuals uh, arose, you know, to save Israel, you know, to save Israel. You know, it's, it's not much given about them. You know, except that they were minor judges and they judge Israel like like Deborah did. But in their time as judging, uh, you know, they was not involved in no direct conflict. So there was peace. You see, there was peace because when God is in the place, when God is in in the situation, there will always be peace. You know, we can always have the peace of God. The word of God says, and you have the peace of God that surpasses understanding. So it doesn't matter if we're going through a storm. It doesn't matter if we're going through a difficult time. You know, we can have that peace. You know, the one thing that is clear about these two individuals is that 
when when they when they were leading Israel, they had 45 years combined of peace. Look at that, 45 years combined of peace. So apparently they were doing something right. Apparently they were they were they were pleasing the Lord at that time. You know, there's not much other that you know, like it doesn't say that God appointed them, but God allowed them to into this position. So it was it was also God's provision for the people that these two individuals led because when they led, they have peace. And I don't know about you, but I, I want peace. I, I strive to have peace. You know, I like to have peace in my life. I like to have peace in my home, you know. And sometimes, you know, for uh, to wanting to have something, you may not have it all the time. But with the Lord in the situation, you can have that peace. You know, we can have that peace. And I look, look what happens. We go right into verse six. Then the children of Israel again did evil. Come on now. How many times are these clowns going to continue to mess up? You know, he said they did evil in the sight of the Lord and served the bells. You know, I ain't going to go through all of these different uh, groups of people, you know, all these E-types and this guy and that guy. But, the, you know, there were there were seven actual seven different gods represented here, seven different gods that that the people of Israel supposedly. And I know that you heard this before, um, and especially Pastor Jason was, was sharing it, that they were told to destroy their enemy. They were told to destroy their enemy, to destroy any likeness of their gods. And guess what? Half the time, they didn't do it. Half the time, they compromised. And the thing is, if we don't do what God has told us to do at the time that he has told us to do, that might come back and haunt us later on. You know, a lot of this, a lot of this individual uh, gods that they had and these people, you know, we wouldn't have the mess that we have today. Because these same gods that the Bible is speaking about that happened, you know, 2,000 years ago, uh, ra are raising up today in the United States. The same gods are raising up in New York, in California, and all of this, the, the, this other states that have allowed, have allowed the enemy to have power, have allowed the enemy to have precision. So that's why we need to make sure that we handle our business that we as the children of God know the God that we serve and know that, that he is a jealous God and he wants to bless us. He wants to bless us in so many ways, you know, but here again, the people, just because you're going through a storm does not give you the right to sin against God, does not give you the right to, to turn away from the Lord. And a lot of times that may, that happens. That happens when people are not happy with what do they do? They tend to hurt the ones they love. They tend to hurt the ones they love because they're not happy. They're not pleased. You know what I mean? So, so we need to be careful that, that we know this God that we serve so that when we go through a storm, we can go through the storm being steady in the Lord, being steady in our relationship with the Lord. You know, because God, you know, will tell us different times. You know, I remember, I remember looking back in my past, you know, and, and I shared this before, but there was a time that, 
that I was given so uh, these articles, these possessions that were, that were wood carvings, that they came from Haiti. And, and they were beautiful carvings, beautiful carvings. But something, you know, uh, after I was growing in the Lord and I was reading the word, I felt uneasy about something. And that was the Holy Spirit telling me, you need to clean your house. You need to get rid of certain things. And guess what? He pointed to these wooden carvings. And you look at these carvings and you say, oh, that's not a big deal. That's only something that somebody made. Yeah, but if the Lord is telling you to do something, you got to do it. You know, so I ended up I ended up taking this this these pieces uh, that, that carvings and I ended up destroying them, you know, and I threw them away because I was going to be obedient to the Lord. I didn't want to be cursed because I'm keeping something that God has told me to get rid of. And a lot of times God is telling us, you need to put this aside. You need to get rid of this or you may you don't you need to let this person go. This relationship that you're having, this person is not good for you. And if God is telling you that, then it's time to walk away from that relationship, from that individual, you know, because God wants the best for us. So, you know, we need to be obedient to the Lord. And, I, and again, the people of Israel, they had this tendency, you know, this tendency of, of always, always, when things didn't work out, they want to throw in the towel. They want to throw in the towel and they wanted to start complaining. You know, in um, in uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away and behold, all things have made new. So, you know, when we when we come to the Lord, he makes us new. He makes us new in him. And he says, all things passed away. That means the past, you know, it's got to stay back there. You can't be dragging it out here. You know, and just because we messed up back there, that doesn't give us the right to mess up today, because today we're supposed to be more mature, you know, because the more time that we spend with the Lord, the more time we're going to resemble the Lord, the more time we're going to reflect his character, the more time we're going to re reflect who he is, our vocabulary, vocabulary, yeah, I can even say the word vocabulary, <laughs> that's like, I can even say some, some words, vocabulary. I think I'm saying it right, but anyway, you guys get the gist. Sometimes uh, does it come out the right way, you know what I mean? But our way of speaking, you know, will change as the closer we get to the Lord, you know? Instead of instead of something negative comes out, I, I, I want something too positive to come out because I want to please God. I want to honor him. I want to speak life. You know, we have to speak life in the area that we in. We have to speak life over our families, over our homes. And again, you know, we will have hard times. This is this has been a very difficult week for me. You know, my, my wife's in the hospital, if you didn't know, right now. And she's not feeling well. She's she, she's going through some issues right now. Um, and they're, they're looking her over. But yet, you know, and 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 sometimes it's hard to 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 praise God when you're in the storm. Come on. Sometimes it's hard to praise the Lord when when your heart hurts. But we can do all things through Christ Jesus, who strengthens us. And that's, you know, and, 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 and we can draw closer to him because the word of God says, draw closer to me and I will draw close to you. You know, when we seek his fellowship, when we seek his presence, he will show up in the midst of the fire, in the midst of the storm. And he will give you that peace 
that surpasses understanding. And you're, and what you're going to say, what comes out of your mouth will be, Lord, I thank you because you are in control. I cannot control none of this stuff that is happening around me, but I'm going to trust in you. You know, I may not see beyond the smoke right now, but Father, I'm going to walk by faith. And walking by faith, I'm going to walk through the fog. I'm going to walk through the smoke. And I don't even know when I'm going to take a step. Is it going to hit solid ground? But by faith, we know that my days are ordered by the Lord. And every step that I take, he's going to make sure that my feet, my feet hit a firm foundation. Why? Because he is in control. I'm not in control because I surrender it to him. I give it over to him. And as I give it over to him, he gives me peace that surpasses understanding. He gives me joy in the middle of the storm. So instead of me turning my back on the Lord because things are not going right, I'm going to turn, I'm going to continue going forward in the Lord because he is my strength. He is my comfort. He is my deliverer. He is my healer. He is my restorer. You know, he is the gladness in me. So that's why sometimes I can just go crazy and just rejoice and praise God, you know? And even though I may not be feeling it, but guess what? It is by faith, you know, because as we as we worship God and as we draw closer to him and as we praise him, his presence just comes down and he comes to storms. He comes to winds, you know? And even though sometimes we may not see it, I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, but guess what? My Jesus is already in my tomorrow. My Jesus is already there. I don't have to fear it. Why? Because he's already there. And he says that he will never forsake us. He will never leave us. He will never abandon us. So he's constantly watching over us. But yet again, the people of Israel, you know, they were constantly again and again turning their backs on the Lord, turning their back because things didn't work out. Come on now. You know, and, and we can see this today, you know, in, in the churches. Somebody gets upset. They want to move. They want to take off. They want to leave, you know, and, and, and we have no control over that, you know, but we have to wait on the Lord because he's going to renew our strength. And look what it says in verse seven. So the anger of the Lord was was hot against Israel and he sold them into the hands of the of the people of Ammon, you know, so here. Here, they were serving all these little gods. You know, they did evil before the Lord, and they were serving all these little gods. And the same little, little gods that they were serving, the people that served those gods, they were the ones that was going to uh, bring prosecution against them. They were the ones that were going to harass them. So the same gods, the little gods that they were serving, you know, they were being delivered into their hands. And look what it says in verse 8. It says, from that year... They harass and oppress the children of Israel for 18 years. 18 years, a price that they have to pay because of disobedience. For 18 years, you know, you know, the, the, the anger of the Lord, you know, was upon them because they were not doing what they're supposed to be doing. It is easier to love someone than what it is to hate someone. Let me say that again. It is easier to love than what it is to hate. Because when we love someone, that, uh, that becomes easy, you know, because you want to be around that person. But when, we, when, we, when we're not in love and, and, we, and, we, and, we're, and we're against someone or, or against something, that takes a lot of energy. 
Anger takes energy. Frustration takes energy. You get so tense because we cannot handle the situation. We get so tense because of this or that or that. And, and, that, and that pretty much makes us tight. And that tightness is not good. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. So I prefer, I prefer, I prefer to be happy. I prefer, I prefer to be glad. I prefer just to worship God and praise the Lord, you know, and I can rejoice in his presence, you know, than to be upset of the situation. Because being upset does not, does not going to accomplish anything. But as I rejoice and as I praise God and as I hold on to the Lord, he's going to make my steps easier. He's going to make my way easier. He's going to make your way easier. That's why, you know, I, I, I just rejoice. God, even, even right at this moment, I'm, I'm, I'm tickle pink. I'm bubbly. <laughs> I'm bubbly with joy. Why? Because the Lord is in me. The Lord is in me. He gives me that hope. I don't know what tomorrow brings. I don't know. I don't know what the doctors are going to say. But guess what? I know who, whose report am I going to believe. I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. And the report of the Lord says, I am healed. I am free. Come on. It's a freedom Friday. I am free. I am delivered. That's the report of the Lord. I am more than an overcomer in the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, he is with me. So here, here again, back into Israel, 18 years, 18 years. And, and look what it says in, in verse, nine, uh, verse 9. It says, moreover, the people of Ammon crossed over Jordan to fight against them. So the Lord allowed them to, to, to put that pressure, you know. And it says there that there was really uh, distress, you know. The people were really distressed. And guess what happens? And sometimes when we're distressed, guess what we do? We cry out to God. Come on. When we're not, we don't understand what's going on, we cry out to God. When I didn't understand what was happening in my home the other night, I cry out to God. I said, I said Lord, I don't know. I, my mind, my mind, my intellect. I couldn't phantom. I don't know. I didn't know what to do. But you know what? I'm going to trust you, Lord. I'm going to trust you, Lord. I'm going to trust you, Lord, and do what and do what the Lord has, has told me to do. It. And it says there in verse 10, and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord saying, we have sinned against you. You know, we have sinned against you. You know, we have forsaken, have served all the gods, you know, and, and the Lord, you know, you know, again, the Lord reminds them of all the times that he has delivered them. He tells them, but hey, when you left Egypt, wasn't I with you? When you came across these people, wasn't I there with you? Didn't I deliver you? Verses 11 and 12, the Lord is saying, didn't I, I deliver you from that? Didn't I deliver you from that? That's why it's so important that we remember the blessings of God, that we remember every time he rescued us, that we remember every time he reached out to us and took us by the hand, you know, every time he came through for us, come on, that's testimony, you know, because you've been through a storm, you came out of that storm, and now we have to remember that, that way I don't have to go through that storm again, so every time something new happens, I got to, I got to be grateful to God and say, Lord, I thank you, because you took me out of that, when I was there, when I was in pain, when I was in discomfort, Lord, you reached down to me. Lord, I thank you for that. And if you did it then, come on now, you can do it again. If you show off, I remember back in the day when, when I had some more hair, you know, 
I think I look a little bit better than I did today, you know, and, and me and my wife were young in the Lord and, and, and we went through some issues. We had some issues that we went through. We had some storms, you know, and there were times, you know, back in the day, you know, that my wife would, would got sick and, and, we, and we didn't know what was going on. You know, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't know what, what was going on in her body, but we knew that there was something going on in her body. And guess what? And we prayed to the Lord. And we said, Lord, you got to send somebody. And you know what he did? He did exactly what we say. Somebody approached her and when she was in, in the college and, and just came up to her and says, you know what, God, I have a word for you. You know, the Lord just told me to tell you that, you know, you're going to be healed from this. The Lord, you know, just told me. And she didn't even know that person from, from Adam, you know. But you know what? When we ask God to show up and when, we, and when we're seeking God, he will send us a sign. He will send us a word. And sometimes it could just be a song. Sometimes, you know, one, one, one time, one time she, after my wife was coming home, the kids were little that time. Believe me or not, Matthew and Jason, they were once little. They were not always the giants that they are today, but they were once little. Anyway, anyway, she was coming home and all of a sudden this car did something and she had to, and she had to uh, hit the steering wheel in a different direction. And she hit the curve and she was there, you know, and all suddenly, you know, this, she feels this car that came by and stopped. And this man, and this man comes out, you know, and goes to her, are you okay? You know, and she was like, like, you know, turns around and said, looks at him and he was all in white. He was all in white, you know, and she said, and she says, I'm okay. And she thought that he was involved with this too. And, and, and she says, are you okay? He says, I'm okay. So are you okay? Yeah, they get her back. Are you okay? Are you okay? You know, but but then she she thought that he was gonna ask her for her, you know, insurance card and all this kind of stuff. So she reaches over to get her stuff. And when she turned around, gone. The individual was gone, the car was gone, and it was just like, wow. you know, we serve a mighty God. We serve a God that will meet our needs. And sometimes he likes to show off. <laughs> he likes to show off. And, he, and, and you know, so what, what was that? She said that car was gone. Didn't hear anything. Didn't hear him getting into the car. Didn't hear him driving away. Didn't even see him driving away. But it was a white individual, white suit, white. And it was just like, wow. So my God. It's a merciful God that he will come through for us whenever we need him, you know? And again, and again, that, that, that was only an extra for this morning. Uh, I got to finish because time is running out and I'm over here blabbering away. All right. All right. Okay. But look what it says. Look what it says. It says, it says in verse, in verse 10, that uh, again, the people, they cry out to the Lord saying, we sin against you, you know, and the Lord reminded them, you know, you know, in verse 13, he says, Yet you have forsaken me, the Lord tells him, and serve other gods. Therefore, I will deliver you no more. Those are harsh words. I will deliver you no more. Seems to me that the Lord was upset. You know, it comes a point that if we play church, the Lord's going to be upset. Comes, up, comes to a point that uh, if, if we're not taking things serious, you know, and we cry wolf again, like the people of Israel, they were always crying wolf. Why? Because they didn't know who they were. 
today we need to know who we are in Christ. That we don't fall in temptation, that we don't fall for the agenda of man, but that we turn to the Lord, you know, because he said, I will, I will deliver you no more. And look what he says. Look what he says. Now he's going to tease him about it. You know, he says, go and cry out to the gods that you serve. Cry out to those gods that you have chosen. Let them deliver you. This is the Lord. Let them deliver you. You know, you want to serve them? You want to, you want them, you want to, you know, make them your God? Then go to them. And guess what? They were going through this time of distress. And the Lord was telling them, you figure it out. I know for me, I don't want to figure anything out. I want to just surrender it to the Lord. And I want to walk in his love. I want to walk in his peace. And I want to walk in his joy. Because in the midst of all this stuff that has happened, in the midst of all this stuff, you know, God will always make a way for us. He says that I will make, I will make a road in the desert for, just for us. You know, he gave Israel water in the desert. You know, he met their needs, you know, and he's going to meet your need and he's going to meet my need. So I don't know what you may be going through this morning, but I know the Lord has the answer. I know that he has not forsaken us. He has not abandoned us. Matter of fact, I'm just rejoicing for the promises that he has given me. I'm just rejoicing because the word of God said that by his stripes, we were healed. So therefore, I'm speaking life. I'm speaking speaking healing. I'm speaking deliverance. I speak his peace and I speak his joy because as I speak these things, guess what? They will take root. They will take root. I'm not going to be going around saying, oh my, oh my, oh what now? Oh what now? No, we serve a powerful God of God of yes and amen. You know, a God that already tells us in this world, you will have trials and tribulations, but fear not. I have overcome them. So therefore, as we surrender it to the Lord, whatever it is that we're facing, as we give it to him, you know, and as we can rest upon his joy, for the joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord, the peace of the Lord, the gladness of the Lord. That's why I'm rejoicing. <laughs> That's why I'm rejoicing. Why? Because my soul rejoices in the Lord. Why? Because he is in control. There's nothing that, that's going to happen this day that me and my God are not going to walk it through. That me and my God are not going to go right through it. Why? Because if he is for, for us, who can be against us? You know, we already have the victory. And I just thank the Lord for that in advance. You know, we got to go into Hebrews 11. You know, faith is a substance that things hope for, the evidence of things not seen. You know, so I'm going to pray and I'm going to say, Lord, I thank you. And I thank you for that. And I thank you because you're already making a way. I thank you because the answer is already there. I thank you, Lord God, that I don't have to wait to have the victory before I can shout the victory because it is by faith. And this morning we are here together. And Freedom Friday, come on now. Freedom Friday, we have the freedom it's been a hard week, but guess what? We made it to Friday. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, 
Therefore, you know, we got to get ready for Sunday now. We got to get ready for Sunday. So come into his house with rejoicing in your hearts, with rejoicing in your mouths. You know, seek God because he's already there. Praise him. And don't do what the Israelites did. They play church and they end up paying the price, you know. And my God tells us that we can do all things to Christ Jesus who's going to strengthen us. Let us pray. Father God, I just thank you. I thank you for your word. I thank you for this morning. I thank you, Father God, because you are in control, my Lord God. We cannot, we cannot think about what's going to happen in the future, Father. But I, Lord, right now, we, I, we just give you praise. We just give you the glory. We just give you the honor. Thank you for answering our prayers, Father. Thank you for meeting us where we are at right now, Lord God. Thank you for our homes and thank you for our families. Thank you for our marriages. Thank you for our children, Father, and our children's children, Father. Thank you because you're making a way, Father God, even though I may not see it, Father God, in the physical, but in the spirit, it's already there. So, Lord, I thank you for what you're going to be doing. I thank you, Father God, because the victory is already ours, my Lord. And I pray that you would just bless my brothers and sisters, Father, that they can just rest in your love, that they can rest in your joy, that they can rest in your peace, Father God. And I thank you, Father God, for this time that you have given us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. All right, all right, all right. Have a blessed week, weekend, not week. See, I got to change my vocabulary. It's weekend now, you know, weekend, you know, you know, God is on the move. So get ready, get ready, get ready, because the best is yet to come. Blessings are around the corner. Right now is the time for us to press in and move forward, you know, because the victory is already ours in Christ Jesus. Have a blessed weekend. Love you all. See you all soon. God bless.